0: This week I was dismayed to realise that the annual And the Kick is Good dinner came to the approximate amount of £17.50. Welcome to And the Kick is Good. Tucker it will be the longest in NFL history
1: if it's good. A 66-yard try. Tucker's kick is on the way. It is good. It's crossbar and it tumbles through. It is good. Time has expired. Justin Tucker with the longest Yes, ever-
0: hello and welcome to episode 92 of the And the Kick is Good podcast. My name's Tom and I'm joined as usual by Colum and Brad. Incorrect. How are we doing, gentlemen? Thank you. Correct. Your, it's, it, this can't be a surprise at this point. My lead-in's a are, are generic and standard every single week. It is the third week of June. And our follow-up is equally disappointing every week. Indeed. It is the third week of June. We didn't record last night, our normal recording night, because there was literally no news. And... Um, well, I I can't really say thankfully there's some news uh, because it is on the continuing <laughs> rolling topic of Sean Watson's um, possible alleged misdemeanours. Um, however, there is news for us to talk about. Um, we will also uh, discuss um, something that Column discovered this week or saw this week, which is the most dysfunctional NFL team one could possibly make um, We're not going to go with that far um, We are simply going to Shed some spotlight on some NFL players who I'm going to Assume were great but also Total kind of Absolute tin cans When it came to uh, their, their Mental approximation of reality Before we get Into that um, Brad last Week you spoke about what it was like to do Five days of, uh, of Work in your working week um, did you manage that since the last time we met? Uh,
1: yes, yes. It was a very, very strenuous uh, days of working, uh, and it, it, but it did feel it felt good to get all that work done.
0: <laughs> I don't think your boss listens to us, and I don't think you can angle for a promotion by talking about how um, how fulfilling uh, it is uh. to do a good job. <laughs> but um, if ever you need a <laughs> reference um, and you want to get fired, please just just contact me. Um, but uh, other than that outside of work any particular ongoings in your um, in your recreational activities no my domestic life
1: is bliss (laughs) Uh, but I I believe but I believe column has cough twice uh, if you're
0: being held hostage
1: (laughs) (laughs) currently listening to them downstairs doing karaoke hoping beyond all hopes that it doesn't pick
0: up on any of the audio uh (laughs) Well, I'm not um, hearing it, but then I'm as deaf as a plank, so really you can't cough <laughs> at of my ears. Column, I believe Brad was trying to give a lead-in into the update as to your foliage uh, partnership that you
2: oh, no. found. Oh, uh, no. Before I get before I go on to that, I've got another update for you, Tom. Go so, on. what's the one thing I hate doing, but somehow end up doing every time I'm with a cricket team?
0: Uh, Um, no I was going to say scoring but you actually quite like scoring so I'm going to say it's becoming part of the committee
2: I have today joined the committee (laughs) (laughs) I went for a practice like they said
0: said. the continual cutting off of Columns random bullshit with the news drop yes um, (laughs) uh, there's only one place to start Um, the news has basically broken about two to three hours ago as we record, um, 20 of the 24 accusers of Deshaun Watson have um, decided to settle outside of court. Um, this coming after Deshaun Watson vowed he would not settle after offering to settle. Um, so the timeline is a little bit wavy on this. Um, that leaves currently for accusers who are going to at least take this somewhat further. Um this kind of puts things on uh, a more accelerated timeline and yet doesn't move things along at all from the league's perspective where the common consensus was that they would want everything dealt with before they gave a punishment to Watson in terms of actually suspending him however there is belief that with 20 of these 24 cases now dealt with quote unquote um, that they might see fit to kind of go ahead and, and deal punishment and then see what happens with those four remaining cases um, Brad your take on this I mean
1: I don't know if there's a take so much as it's just uh, yeah I don't I don't really know where, where to start like obviously he settled 20 of them is what it is I hope that the remaining four women are treated with a level of respect
0: and quorum that they deserve for, for proceeding to take this as far as they will. It is important um, to note but... that one of the remaining four is the original accuser as well. Um, so, I mean, fair play to her who has been through this and, and had the, the courage and the strength to originally kind of bring it forward. And so... I guess there's there's an element of in for a penny and for a pound to this, where you know she had all the media spotlight thrust upon her to begin with, and so like why why not duck away? I'm not trying to accuse the women that settled of any cowardice. I want to make that clear because that could have sounded pretty horrible. Um, but yeah, you know it, it takes a lot to stand in there. Um, you know, for this length of time, knowing that this is probably going to go on for another nine to 12 months.
2: It's very... I I can't be of a case before where there's been a, a settlement with some of the defendants, or sorry, some of the accusers, and not all of them. That seems quite unusual to me, because it seems like if I was in Deshaun Watson's cab, I would want them all settled at the same price and, the, you know, obviously the terms anonymous without admitting fault, all that kind of stuff. If you've only settled, if you settled 20 out of the 24, then, you know, four of them will still go to court and there will be public hearings, presumably, and therefore all the stuff you don't want to come out will still come out. So it seems to me like a precondition of settling with 20 of them is that you would normally expect 24 of them to settle. Does
0: I, I, that make sense? I can appreciate what you've said, but with the the detailed kind of narrative that has been put out there by the two most recent accusers is there that much that could come out that would shock the public and and maybe there is you know i don't know but it could be a case where and and what i have seen online is that this was much more a pressure move from the browns to say look, you need to deal with this because if you don't deal with this to at least some extent, um, then this is going to go and go and go and we don't know when you're going to hit the field again. Um, and that Don't forget all...
1: the Texans in that as well. Well,
0: yeah, that, that may have come with some sort of financial aid in terms of the settlements and that may explain why Watson has flip-flopped on his flip-flop of stance of settling and then not settling and now settling. Um, I I don't think we can really say either way. All we can do is kind of theorise and and posit possible um, explanations and motivations.
2: Seems to me like it's kind of not having your cake and not eating it by only settling with some and not all of them. But, you know, I did not go to law school. Uh, I am not qualified in the state of Ohio or uh, Texas. So Take my very loose opinion with the grain of salt it comes with.
0: I, I think, I think from the NFL's point of view, um, they are probably happier to hand out a punishment now, like for the coming season, and then if all four of these other accusations go to court and he is found um, found guilty in in the civil court. Then the NFL can go well. He was found guilty of these four counts. We have dealt with that with a suspension for the year, and they and everyone else, in terms of Watson, Watson's camp, the Browns, etc., can move on. And and that is what the NFL want to do. Like the, the NFL will do anything they can to push this under the rug as quickly as damn possible. Like it's not about actually punishing Watson. It's about trying to look as best as they can. In the public eye, and I think we have generally been on the same page with that throughout this whole thing. Um, so, for them, him settling twenty out of twenty-four kind of lets them off the hook to some extent because it lessens the absolute maximum um, kind of uh, at fault like convictions he could get or still whatever it is. Right? He he, he can only now lose four civil trials he cannot lose 24 which for the nfl is obviously quite a big deal
2: there was at one point talk of two other accusers coming forward do we have any any information if those two are still going to be added to the suit will it be six or
0: Well, was that was that not the 22 no to the 24 that happened a couple of weeks ago
2: no i think was, i think there was some stuff recently about another addition, an additional two
0: Right, I haven't seen that, so I don't. I don't want to comment about it.
2: Yeah, I, I think, I think uh,
1: Tom's right, and that that was how the twenty-two became the twenty-four. Um, there may have been additional, but as we haven't heard anything at this stage, so it's hard to. You now that would just be us speculating. Um, so let's go ahead and not do that, because <laughs> um, <laughs> that that would be un, unwise. Um, Yeah, I just—I say my main concern is—is for the remaining uh, women involved in this, uh, who have an absolute, you know, hell of a battle coming up um, in terms of how they're being treated and how you know we've seen what it's like online. We've seen people start celebrating this already, as if this is something that you know hasn't. That that's the crazy part to me is how some people are celebrating this like it's some sort of uh, achievement of of his uh, to have done it and that, that just just yeah, that weirds me out uh, and I'm not, not a fan of it. So it's just funny because I,
0: I kind of wanted to make the opposite point as well, where I think I think I'm right in saying the three of us think he has done some very shady and bad shit, right? Um, but also the things that I've seen on Twitter, which are things like, you know, oh, settling, settling implies, um, guilt or whatever from, from, you know, from the accused. And it's like, that isn't actually true. You know, you you cannot just presume guilt because someone settled. And then the other, I saw another one, which was, I often pay people um, to lie about me. Or so, you know, I often pay people who lie about me. And it's like, right, but that's not how this works. Like, you're, using, you're you're taking a very narrow-minded, very sheltered approach of, like, actually how the world works. In terms of, if someone is going to accuse you of something, and, and normally this would be done way earlier in the piece, you know, before it really even comes to public light, you you would rather pay someone you know if 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 you earn 15 million dollars a year let's say just to pick a figure out the sky and someone tries to take you you know and and offers you a settlement of 50k for something just never to come to light that you didn't do and you are for example you know an a-list or b-list movie star or someone on like one of the like big american chat shows you take that in a fucking heartbeat because you know that no amount of PR can kind of rub that stain off of you. And even though you didn't do it in this imaginary scenario, the hit of, well, he could have done it, is going to knock your pay down by way more than that 50 grand is going to cost you. So I, I just, I do want to make the point where I'm not defending Deshaun Watson. I'm simply defending the fact that settling does not imply guilt just by itself. Yeah,
1: it's a fair enough point. Do you think some people would would get that twisted in that sense? But, yeah,
2: um, if you sp- if you're specifically interested in having uh, a chuckle at some um, you know Twitter takes on what the law is or isn't, I do recommend following the Twitter account Bad Legal Advice. Um, <laughs> always it always amuses me.
0: Um, he hasn't tweeted up to this point about this kind of newest revelation whether he will or not um, I'm unsure but again as I have done through pretty much this entire Deshaun Watson situation um, Drew Davenport at Drew Davenport FF on Twitter will normally read through all the facts kind of take an aggregate of it doesn't try and do like a Rappaport Schefter I want to be the first person with a take here he'll actually sit down calculate it from a legal standpoint and then give his opinion. So I would say within the next 12 to 24 hours, he'll probably have a little Twitter thread or um, perhaps even um, a TikTok, as he is known to do. Oh, the soundboard just isn't playing my We're talking about practice. No, never mind. Bollocks to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to play my TikTok talk drop. TikTok talk. There it is. Um, Professional as ever. ever. Yeah. Um, but the yeah he he will normally have some sound advice or kind of information that, that the three of us could not muster in terms of the American legal system, <laughs> even if we banged our heads together for a week straight. So yes, anything else we want to add on to Sean Watson, the Texans, <laughs> the Browns, um, suspensions, anything like that before we move on? Still gonna be going for a long ass time. <laughs> like just be ready. This is
1: this is going to drag on
0: and on and on. And but it on, does on, it does feel so. like this is the first step of an acceleration of moves, right? Um, yeah. I, oh yeah I, yeah, yeah. I I don't think he would settle and like unless he had some assurances from somewhere or a lot of pressure from somewhere else. Cough. The Browns. Um, unless he knew something was coming, you know, quite soon afterwards um because it it just doesn't seem like that type of person to be honest <laughs> yeah
1: so well, we'll let's just see, let's see how it plays out eh? let's we'll see what happens but don't expect this to yeah let's say just don't expect it to go quickly it feels like it's going to drag on and on and on for a while right with that said
2: shall we move on to retirement news
0: let us yes
2: Today, it has been announced that Rob Gronkowski has retired for the second time. He retires uh, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer and uh, an all-round lovable dude and also (laughs) probably Tom Brady's favourite person to ever catch a touchdown pass from him.
0: Uh, I don't know. It feels like Randy Moss is probably up there. Or Edelman. uh,
2: That Gronk is 100% (laughs) Gronk, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I know this gets quite controversial when I ask, but top five tight end of all time? Uh,
0: probably. <laughs> Where's the controversial part? Like,
2: but, well, but, just every time I ask top five tight end, apparently I get slated.
0: So. <laughs> well, it is when you mention <laughs> Cole Komet in the same time, so yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I guess, I guess he ushered in the newest era, right? You look back and you go Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates. Um, dallas clark like they were the they were the previous kind of addition of the hyper athletic um dominant tight end and then gronk came in and and i think there was that gronk versus jimmy graham thing but jimmy graham was just not even close to the type of blocker that gronk was you know gronk was absolutely phenomenal as a receiver and was literally just as good as an inline blocker and that's one of the things that made him so kind of versatile and made him such a weapon Um, so I I think you probably have to say yes, even though tight end's one of those positions where um, the guys that really change the game get a lot more credit than perhaps their skills actually translated to So who would
1: you, I mean who are you putting
0: above him then, Tom? Like who's keeping him out of the top five? Well th- that's what I'm saying is Gonzalez, Antonio Gates. Um
1: first basketball. You wanna sure put Ante- in there. A... Fairly sure Antonio Gates was the first ever ex basketball player to play. A game, right? <laughs> that changed the game. Did, that changed is. the game. Um I'm Opened just trying up to go so through. many more skills for scouting. <laughs> the- I think that's the point. Uh, the point. What you got? Gonzalez, you got Gates, you got Dick. Kevin Winslow. Uh,
0: yeah, it's like who, who who's the Cowboys you, one, one that Bottle I'm totally that? forgetting that caught like seven for seventy against the Giants literally every game. Jason Witten. Like, Jason Witten. <laughs> um, like like the, th- the thing the thing about it is like Jason Witten is obviously not as good as a of a tight end as Gronk was, but he 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 is. He is Brit pop of tight ends. In terms of he he, he smoothed over the period in, in kind of footballing terms and allowed Gronk and Jimmy Graham and um, like Kyle Pitts and these like real full on actual passing game weapons who could fly down the seam who could catch favourites like the Gronk will haunt my dreams for the fact that for like four years straight whenever he played against the Steelers they would get ten yards out and they would just send they would bring in the heaviest personnel package they could and they would just send Gronk out wide and the cornerback would go alright cool I'm giving up like a foot to this dude and if I line up inside leverage, he's just gonna run a fade. And if I run outside, then he's just gonna run a slant. And Tom Brady probably threw about 15 touchdowns to Gronk against the Steelers purely off of that. And they could not deal with it. Like the, he he made that. You know, him, and Graham and, and so yes, he is a top five tight end. Like he is probably, as you say, the best tight end in terms of full on skill set. But for how they got there you know i like i don't want to call (laughs) i don't want to call any of the previous titans the beatles but like musically (laughs) in terms of talent wise the beatles compared to some musicians nowadays not all that but for what they did for music it is unpacked this way
1: because it's not an exact science it's not a perfect science but hall of fame leaders um, Pro football reference, which is just a great way of looking at your know, average weighting and everything across history. Sure. Gronk is sixth. Uh, on okay, that. interesting. Um, close behind, uh, he's just above the line of the average Hall of Fame tight end, although I think that's skewed heavily uh, by Tony Gonzalez, who <laughs> is uh, nearly double Gronk's Hall of Fame uh, monitor score. Uh, just to show the gap there yeah but uh, Witten's above him Dave Casper Antonio Gates Shannon sharp and Tony Gonzalez are, are all up there um, how many more years did,
0: did Tony Gonzalez play or how many seasons five, did Tony five five more
1: over? seasons than Gronk in total but across right. those uh, across his 16 seasons he went to 14 Pro Bowls <laughs> five uh, Witten yeah. went to 11 Pro Bowls out of 16. So you know there is uh, it's a pretty there is that disparity that when Gronk was on top he was on top, but it, I think a lot of it, uh, especially far and away from grace of all time debate, you know some will call him that, but the the, reality, the fact is he was too injured and too unavailable at times. Yes, he did absolutely dominate when he was available, but he also had a lot of periods where he was just not
0: there he's um, also a, a no doubt slam dunk first power hall of famer right we all we all agree with that yes yeah okay. yeah okay. All right, i cool. mean for, <laughs> I'm just just making sure this,
1: he's got he's got all those catches in the he's got the record with brady for most what most qb to, to tight end touchdowns uh he's got four super bowls four all pro appearances five pro bowls uh yeah there's there's no way he doesn't go into the hall of fame however brad uh, let me
0: ask you has he ever caught a touchdown in the pro bowl
1: probably yeah not I, I, he's I, yeah. in the super bowl yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, he got the nomination but i don't know if he ever i'm sure if he's ever played in the pro bowl, but <laughs> yeah which would that'd be a that'd be a sneaky style for you but yeah he's uh yeah hell of a career and obviously yeah, he retired halfway through it so who knows what 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 could have been in terms of that greatest of all time debate? But great player, and I say first ballot Hall of Fame. No issues. I think if he'd played what one more year, he could have gone in alongside Brady, and that would have been pretty nice, you know. Yeah, if, but I was, mean, the, there there was, were periods
0: you watched him this most recent season. You were like, you, you should be on the couch. Like he he, he was still flash plays. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. There was a, there was a game. Sort of second half of the season, where I think he went for, you know, eight catches for 120 yards or something ridiculous. And, um, you know, you were like, oh shit, like, what, what did he take prior to this game? But the majority of the time, it was like, okay, cool. You're, you're going to hook up and you're going to make a 12 yard catch and you're going to rumble for about three yards after that. But you ain't doing much more than that. <laughs>
1: Question though, uh, what's your most memorable Gronk play? Because I don't
0: think it's an offensive one. Are you thinking about the, you? the... Are you thinking about the missed <laughs> tackle against the Dolphins? The Dolphins-Dolphins, yeah. That's
1: my <laughs> most memorable play. Is no, him a, out again, that massive arm like thing on, just slipping. I, I like, would like oh, to remind classic.
0: you of the absolute nightmare he was against the Steelers year in and year out. So, yeah, no, <laughs> any one of those ones where you turn on a Patriots clip from 2010 to 2018 and he's lined up against this cornerback who's just like what the fuck am I supposed to do those will always live with me unfortunately any
1: suffering that he's caused you as a 49ers man.
2: no we never got to the Super Bowl against them
0: <laughs> I guess that's the other Fair question enough. like just just going back to the top five like Travis Kelsey's in that in that conversation as well I guess
1: uh, he's getting close he's, he's 12 points behind on that but yeah I think when, it, when it's all said and done he'll be right up there Probably needs another championship to. I guess Gonzalez never had a championship. Just, just crazy. But yeah, Kelsey will be up there. He's he's close right now. Um, I think he's just a couple more touchdowns. Uh, which is weird to say, but he's only had 57. Which, if you (laughs) look around at some the levels of Antonio Gates and Gronkowski, you know. He's he's only played with Mahomes for three years, isn't he? Give it, give it time. He'll get there. He'll get there. But yeah, he, he's he's close. Um, and then it and it sort of drops off from there. It looks a lot like a, an average fantasy football season. Uh, <laughs> does it with Pro Football Reference Hall of Fame? I oh, cool. There's like two absolute studs that you guarantee, three other guys, and then starts to drop <laughs> off very quickly. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, Kelsey should get there by the end of his career. Do we think anyone else is? Has that potential to get up there right now? To, to In terms add, of add, tight ends,
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 Not Column, Colm. I'm surprised. You're, you're already off the Colcomet train.
1: He's flopping back and forth between those two tight ends. It's just snip, snap, snip, snap for, for Colm.
0: So that takes us on to kind of the last piece of news. Um, this broke last week, really. Um, but it's uh, star safety, Minka Fitzpatrick, has agreed to a four-year, $73.6 million contract uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, includes a signing bonus of $17.5 million, uh, guarantees $36 with all of which is guaranteed at signing. Um, bit of a TJ Watt uh, hangover here, because they have fully guaranteed both the first and the second year's base salary which the Steelers prior to TJ Watt never ever did other than quarterbacks um so whether that's Omar Khan and and him kind of loosening the the, the kind of reins a little bit whether that's just because Minka Fitzpatrick is of a star level as TJ Watt you know I TJ Watt is one of the best defensive players in the league and and Fitzpatrick probably isn't that, but he is a very, very good safety. Or whether this is just them going, well, actually, we can guarantee two years um, because even an inflated cap hit of 18 million next year, we're not paying a superstar quarterback, so what the fuck does it matter? Um, It's probably a, a bit of all three, but now future kind of... Uh, agents and players who are discussing with the Steelers have two players to point to and say well you have guaranteed money into the second year of base salaries so why won't you do that for me whereas prior to this deal um, I thought there was a defence that they could say yeah but we're, we're talking about T- you know we did it for TJ Watt who literally that season tied the sack record so this isn't exactly a big deal Um, it is a record circling deal for for a safety Um, this is (laughs) mainly
1: this isn't a big deal it's only the biggest deal ever given well yeah but but, but we've spoken
0: we've spoken all all off season about how the safety position is being devalued um, how we saw them drop in the draft how um, guys in free agency didn't get the money they expected to Tyron Matthew etc and how, how the position just is kind of a luxury but Generally it tends to have standout players on very good defenses. Um, what I was about to say is, is the biggest bit of news is this: is that it's just more egg on the face of column who notoriously hated the trade of the um, Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers.
2: Yep, still do. <laughs> Tom, would you
1: rather have Minka Fitzpatrick on this contract or a first round draft pick? <laughs> well, I so that I've got,
0: debate, right? I've still got the trade here, right? Um, it was Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, and a fourth rounder and a seventh rounder who uh, became Kevin Dotson who was a really good pass um protecting guard but needed work in run uh, blocking for in his rookie season uh, got injured last season and seventh round pick Trey Norwood who is a safety who is still with the team um and the in return the dolphins got a first round pick which was pick 18 uh, a 2025th 20, 20 rounder and a 2021 sixth rounder. Uh, the two 2020 picks were Austin Jackson. Who? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason Strobridge. Who? <laughs> yeah. And they traded the sixth round 2021 picks. So, um, yeah. It, it, whether whether you like naming winners and losers out of trades, um, it, it's really tough to uh, to kind of say that the Steelers came out badly in the whole uh, in the whole exchange <laughs> well,
1: just to pick you up on something you said there Tom you said that agents are going to have uh, the possibility to just point to two contracts that the Steelers have given out now I believe my Turner gave an interview today which has maybe some statements in there have, you know looked to uh, sort of get in front of that sort of activity in the market from the agents um, quite a fun statement uh, in that uh, Tomlin said uh, in the context to moving on without Ben Rolfsberger at quarterback and so we're also not allocating that damn money that we allocated at the position in the past and so there's a redistribution of the money and so it better be a redistribution of the playmaking now I didn't know Mike Tomlin was a socialist so you know really happy for him in this regard uh, Tom do you think that TJ Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick are able to seize the means of production <laughs> perhaps uh. not offensively that might
0: be a step too far um what I think that is is it's probably a, a a veiled shot at Deontay Johnson or not not necessarily a shot but I think that's probably something that they are saying to Deontay Johnson behind closed doors um along the lines of look if you can go out and you can perform this season with like lesser performance at QB whether it's Pickett or Travisky or Rudolph or Aladico, uh, like nobody knows. But if you can go out and still put up the same numbers, then like we will franchise tag you and we will pay you like a number one wide receiver. And I think that's kind of where the Steelers are right now. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week or not, but a D. D. Kika has reported that the Steelers haven't even offered Deontay Johnson a contract extension at this point. Like that is so not on their remit. Now maybe. That's that you know they wanted to get this Minka Fitzpatrick deal done, and now they discuss with Deontay Johnson um, the other um, big big name for the Steelers that's an impending free agent, um, which uh, should be kind of hot on the uh, on the attention of this podcast is Chris Boswell, um, who has actually quietly probably been the second most clutch kicker other than Justin Tucker in the league <laughs> over the last like three years. So, yeah. Mm. No, no. Uh, okay, who, 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 who? What? Just kicker wise? The the uh, the who who is the second most clutch kicker behind Justin Tucker over the last three years?
1: Uh, weirdly enough, Graham Gano is up there. I uh, don't think he's really missed all all that uh, many at all. Yeah, I'd
2: say Robbie Gold. Um... Yeah, it depends which team he's playing
1: for though. Cause he didn't want to be in Chicago a few years ago. Uh, Matt Wright for the Jags was pretty clutch last year. When they stop, not, it. Is a whole other <laughs> stop it. Hey, you said clutch, right? You use this terminology, not us. I mean, Buzz is like what? Boz might be ten. Yeah, you might. Be, <laughs> like, you two are such fucking trolls. Line. You are so. Okay, trolls. okay, okay. So why do you think he's so much better than us? Let me let me pull up some some kickers quickly. Uh, because for some reason my mind's blanking because I've got lost in a Justin Tucker, Stephen Gostowski days.
0: Um, oh, I mean, like
2: man? McPherson as well, right? A, a
1: Over the last
0: McPherson, three years. Yes. Over the last three years.
1: Yes. Has Boswell. In the, McPherson's done more in one year than Boswell's done in three. That like, is, correct that me if is I'm wrong, literally point, not true. Boswell, that is literally true. Correct me if I'm wrong, that Boswell's true. job was on the line.
0: Very, very Not in year, the last, last three, three years. years. Not in the last three years, now.
1: Oh, what? Because you got to discredit that last that fourth year because it undermines the entire point.
0: No, just that was the number I picked off the top of my head, mate.
1: Man, yeah, we're picking off uh, kickers at the top of our head, but McPherson
0: it was so, very clutch last year. To to pull just to pull a Coop. random stat. in um, <laughs> the last three <laughs> we years, get we got we... In the last three years, he has the third highest uh, field goal percentage in football.
1: Has he done it on anything meaningful full stage? Because you said clutch. And, uh, it's been a while Mate, since spin- come on! You
0: you have you have watched the Steelers closer than a lot of people. You know that these games come down to random field goals or like two point fucking games, right? Where he is kicking field goals to win them. You are mad if you are if you are being legitimate. If you are being legitimate right now, you are mad. He it is comes down to he your defense so having
1: to make some bullshit play
0: more so than than. than
2: what what it up? So why is he more clutch than, say, Robbie Gould or Youngway Koo, as just two examples?
0: Because I think he's made like more clutch kicks in those times. Over the last three years, but well you... has been obscenely good kicking kicking at Hinesfield, which is, whether it's a trope or not, one of the hardest um, stadiums to kick at.
1: I think if I'm honest uh, yeah he's not he's not up there I'm just having a look. Harrison Buck yeah, no. of the Chiefs um, still yeah use the term clutch uh, you haven't won a playoff game in what four years uh, McPherson won three of them pretty much by himself uh, this one season um, other kickers Will Lutz who up until last season was out with injury uh, well up until last season was near enough automatic for the Saints as well um, I just don't think he's... He's he's probably higher up than 10th, but I, I don't put him there next to oh,
0: Justin Trump OK, just, just, no, just quickly, Boswell kicked the field goal that literally won the game to put the Steelers into the playoffs last year. Doesn't really get much cl- more clutch than that in the regular season.
2: Well, I was going to say, Robbie Gould kicked the uh, field goal that put the 49ers into the championship game uh, last second. And that was in... Uh, uh Lambert, again, very difficult place to kick.
0: You are you are mad if you think Robbie Gold is better than Chris Boswell. Like you, you I, I think I he's more clutch. You. I think no, he's more clutch. No 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 no. Like Bos no, Bos Boswell, no, no, no. Boswell is automatic. I do I do not worry about Boswell missing a kick. He is he is unbelievably clutch. In, in these situations where all that happens is the Steelers are in these random one-score games because Ben Roethlisberger is crap, or the Steelers do that thing where they just shit the bed for three quarters. Like, the, the one dependable guy at all times for the Steelers is Chris Boswell. He is unreal. And he will be... If, if he is not the highest-paid kicker this offseason, like, in, in the league, he will be second.
1: I I don't think we agree with that, but I think we'll have to agree to disagree uh, on that front.
0: Also here we go. Robbie. Chris Chris Boswell on fifty plus yard field goals at Heinzfield is twelve of fifteen, that's eighty percent. All other kickers on fifty plus yard field goals at Heinzfield are ten of twenty eight, that's thirty five point seven percent. He is literally double as good as the field at Heinzfield.
1: Well, let me let me put it on this for you. Tom right the most automatic kicker at Heinz Field is Justin Tucker that's the one you put every guarantee on hitting those field goals because you see but, but he doesn't
0: play for he doesn't play for the, play for the Steelers right And <laughs> I was yeah, talking about and it's still, the Steelers
1: and, <laughs> and eh yeah, the most automatic man in in your stadium it's like how Roethlisberger owned the Browns for that many years it was the Bengals it was like more wins than Cleveland QBs or whatever the stat was like it's it's like that as well. I, I just don't think Boswell's that good.
2: Yeah, Robbie Gold's postseason career, he's gone 19 for 19. Actually, I think it's 20 for 20 now. Um, yeah, he made 26 consecutive kicks uh one stage in the last couple of years. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing the case for Boswell
0: over him. That's And that's fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. Like Gould is (laughs) Gould is not as clutch as Boswell, and I think what you're not looking at is the close games that the Steelers routinely win because of Chris Boswell. Like all of those random little two to three point wins that the defense are making a play on, like what happens thirty seconds before that is Chris Boswell nails a forty five yarder because Ben Roethlisberger has stalled a drive. Like, that's, that's what happens. Whereas um, Robbie Gould is kicking 40 yarders at fucking Levi's when they're up 46-7 against the fucking Cardinals or some shit. Like, they are not comparable.
2: Where on earth have we been up 47 nothing against the Cardinals in the last three years?
0: I think you're being facetious um, so as to uh, undermine my point there, Cole.
2: No, I'm just, I'm not understanding your point, because, look, like, this has gone on far too long. <laughs> Robbie Gold is clutch. Who knew um, he, he, he
0: can be clutch, but he's not as clutch as Chris Boswell. Who knew we'd get
1: this far in the woods on Chris Boswell, uh, which is <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, let's move on <laughs> from this discussion and pick it up through the season, shall we?
2: Yeah, all right. Because I mean...
1: <laughs> it will come up at some point during the season, I'm sure. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, we're just looking at percentages. By the way, Tucker, Bucker, Koo, then
0: Boswell. Just saying. Over the last three years?
1: Uh, over their career.
0: Ah, so not over but, the last three years. <laughs>
1: uh, but, I mean, there would have been a lot of recovery work on that, but I think Justin Tucker had a better single season than him. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean Justin I Tucker also, is the best
0: kicker that's ever lived. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, it, it is uh, Justin Tucker. It, multiple people have been up there. Coos uh, have been sensational. Think about Coos' start of his career and the fact that he's now at ninety percent. And just think about how that. Just remember how that started in San. In well, it was in San Diego at the time, wasn't it? Like it, it's it's funny. right? Anyway moving on uh, from Chris Boswell to, uh, where w- what else do we have left on the docket
2: or was it Chris Boswell uh, and that's why it took so long <laughs> should we do I, we're kind of running a bit out of time do we want to do a who am I yeah, we can do a who am I I believe
0: it would have been
1: Tom up but I think I have. A few I'm just going to do Chris it. Boswell,
0: to be honest. So, <laughs> it's it's fine. Like, like you know,
2: if you bear with how me, how clutch, how clutch is he in the Pro Bowl, Tom? The the, the, the <laughs> question can be
0: who owns the longest ever successful field goal kick in Heinz Field history, and the uh, answer could be Chris right. Boswell.
1: <laughs> I I do have one. If you would like, uh, no no, no it's okay. Go I've got one. one. Are you sure? Is it Chris Boswell?
0: Uh, no, it's Bis Croswell. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. Um, no, no. Uh, no, no. Okay, I've got one. Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on then. Uh, Cole, you start us off with the first question.
2: Of course. Um, I'm going to start as I always do. Have they scored a touchdown in the Pro Bowl? Uh, no. Kadarius Tony?
0: <laughs> no.
2: Okay. Are they an
1: active player in the NFL? No. The hesitation makes it sound like someone who's still looking for a job. <laughs> uh, am I Josh Johnson? No, you're not Josh Johnson.
2: Did I participate in the uh, the long jump in high school?
0: Uh, you probably participated in. You might not have been very good, but I, you know, like every, <laughs> everyone. Everyone did the long jump in PE, didn't they? So
2: Sure. Okay. Um High jump
0: is the difference uh, maker that we're looking for yeah of
2: course uh, Richard Sherman
0: not Richard Sherman
2: am I an offensive player
0: you are an offensive player <laughs> the
1: phrasing on that um, am I Bo Jackson
0: you're not Bo Jackson no
1: You've done it before, you might have
2: the sneaky part might have been a repeat. <laughs> um, okay, so not active offensive player, did not score a touchdown in the Pro Bowl. Am I an offensive lineman? No. So skill position player. Uh not active. Am I lookarrated blunt? <laughs> not like garret blunt,
0: no. <laughs>
1: Did I have a fumble in the Super Bowl that I haven't quite recovered from?
0: <laughs> we really could have gone down the Steelers' hole this week, couldn't we? <laughs> um, no, you're not Rashad Mendenhall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit. Uh, it's Willie Parker. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's not Fast Willie Parker. Uh,
2: was I drafted in the top 100 picks?
0: Yes. Am I Dree Archer? No. <laughs> Dree Archer, famously more clutch than Robbie Gold, for all it's worth.
1: <laughs> was I a, M- a Madden f- uh, game cover star? No.
0: <laughs> I, 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 no. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I
1: was
0: hoping for a Peyton Hennis.
1: Uh Definitely not a top 100 pick, paint
2: me Michael Turner.
0: You're not Michael the Burner Turner. Am I a fullback? No.
2: Yeah, top 100, that would have been silly. Um,
1: Did We We didn't even confirm that it's a running back. We just went off the no, we have train and
0: just stayed Where was it. Marcel Reese drafted? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raiders. Yeah, but like what pick?
2: Ah, uh, no idea. Uh, but I'm guessing it's not Marcel Reese. no it's (laughs) it's not
0: it's just you said it couldn't be a fullback because it was top 100 I'm just trying to think of any fullbacks drafted in the the top 100
2: okay I am gonna say
1: what was his name Marcel Reese was undrafted by the way
2: yeah Uh, am I Mike Wallace you're not Mike
0: Wallace
1: Was I, uh, or mm, am I a quarterback or what? No. Were was I a quarterback? <laughs> were,
0: were, were I a quarterback? No. Uh,
1: Greg Jennings. You're not Greg Jennings. <laughs> We've stayed in the Steelers hard. I was like, ah, uh, oh, the first non Steelers name that came to mind.
2: Am I a running back? No. <laughs> Interesting. Am I Big Pat Fry with nose on a roster? Uh, am <laughs> I
0: Heath Miller? No. Um Brad, I'll give I'll give you a question and a guess and then I'll start dropping okay. hints.
1: Am I in the top five Hall of Fame metrics <laughs> on Pro Football Reference? No.
0: No. Dang. Uh, am I Jeremy Shocky? No. I think he went to a pro ball. <laughs> right. So, would would you like his position? Yes, Yeah. It feels like you've got no. So he's a wide receiver. Okay. Um, he was drafted in the first round in 2014.
1: Michael Crabtree. No.
0: His no, last, know. apparently, his last active game, which I was shocked about, was 2018. That's what, a four-year career? He was in the news last off-season. He was attached to a roster last off-season, but didn't. I don't think he made the 53. Ah. Oh, uh, Kelvin Benjamin. It is Kelvin Benjamin, <laughs>
2: Hang on, it's my turn to guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: there's no, there's, after you get your five, or I think this time six questions and guesses, there's no turns anymore. <laughs> The turns go
1: out of the window. You heard me in a toss up between Devin Funches and uh, Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> at the
0: end. No, I think he's at the like Niners or something now, isn't he? Devin Funches? Yeah, uh, he, uh, he's he talking about something. the no, you're thinking, season before. Got... you think
2: thinking Kevin White, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah, four, a four year career for Calvin Benjamin, who yeah resurfaced last year with the Giants. and Looked huge. Mm-hmm. Then there was that fake report about him, what stealing all the lunches or something, wasn't there? Wes
1: Steinberg got like twenty, like got so got many me. people. He got me with yeah. that fake news story, and I was like, "That's fucking Wes Steinberg. Why does no one know that it's a parody account?"
0: What is brilliant is his receiving yard, season on season fell, every, like every year. He was, he was at a thousand and eight his first season, nine hundred forty one, six hundred ninety two, three hundred eighty. Like even though he was falling out of the league, that's really difficult to do to make sure it falls. Um, both receptions and uh, sorry, receiving yards and touchdowns fell every single year. His rookie year was the best year of his career. And but he didn't he also gest-
1: have? Isn't it like when you can see when Newton leaves the team though, that he was the was the issue for Benjamin. Uh, it's like Newton's play drops off on his injury. And like so, he, so he missed he
0: missed twenty fifteen. Did Benjamin. So he played 2014, 2016, 17, and then 18. Oh. Um, played, Went to Buffalo in 2017. Um, stayed there for a bit of 2018. Played three games with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2018. <laughs> Had five targets, two receptions <laughs> for 26 yards. Crikey. That's, uh... <laughs> it's a career... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that that wraps up this week's episode of did I catch a Pro Bowl did I catch a Pro Bowl in the touchdown yeah why not Um, (laughs) in brackets who am I close brackets (laughs) oh boy Uh,
1: I would just like to quickly mention that Trevor Lawrence is down uh, many millions because he invested his rookie guarantee into crypto uh, which was very silly uh, in hindsight (laughs) One thing I forgot to mention. I think he's down like, was it, 10 mil? It's a lot of money.
0: But goodbye as well. <laughs> love you. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the And The Kick Is Good podcast. Oh, Please well, follow us on Twitter at well, yeah, The Kick Is We were done. We were <laughs> done. We didn't. I haven't wrapped up yet. Colin, we ain't done until I say we're done. Or you say I love you after I say we're done. Please join us again next week. But until then, it's goodbye from me.
1: No, no, it's not goodbye
2: from you. We're gonna stay here until we hash this whole
1: thing out.
0: No now I'm just waiting for him to
2: say we're done. We're done. Love you.